The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Ultimate Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears High School Baseball. This game is being brought to you by the Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, now located in Apple Creek. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. The Spidel Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. Yoder Builders. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Murphy's Promotions. Call 464-1970. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Miller Custom Exteriors. Call 695-4905. Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Call 695-7111. Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. And by the Shout Brothers Farms. Waynedale Golden Bears Baseball is a presentation of Ultimate Sports Talk. Now let's go to the field for today's game. Once again from Norway High School Baseball Field, good afternoon everyone and welcome to UltimateSportsTalk.com. I'm Dave Mitchell. This afternoon we've got the district championship game for you in Division Three here at Norwayne High School between the Waynedale Golden Bears, 21 and 4 on the year, winners yesterday over the Chippewa Chips by a final score of 9 to 5 and 11 innings. The number three seed in this tournament taking on the number one seeded Manchester Panthers. They are 19 and 5 on the year, and they were 8 and 4 in the Pac-7 and won that conference championship. This game is for all the district marbles and a berth in the regionals next week at Maslin Washington High School. And what a season it's been for these two teams, especially the Golden Bears. It was their first Wayne County Athletic League title in 17 years. They've won 16 in a row. The senior-laden team has Maslin on their minds, and this would be their first district title since 1999 and their seventh in school history. Manchester is the number one seed, and they have won this year over perennial state championship contender Canton Central Catholic. They were winners of the Pac-7, and both teams are coming off of thrillers yesterday. Waynedale won it 9-5 to in 11 innings, as we said at the top. They just outlasted Chippewa to get into this game. They were up 3-0 in the first inning on the first home run by any Bear this year, coming off the bat of Shane Weaver. But the Chips came right back, and on a two-run homer by Trent Harrell, made the score 3-2 in the bottom of the first. Chippewa tied it in the third on a solo shot by P.J. Suso. They then took the lead in the fourth inning 4-3, but the Bears tied it in the sixth. And once the Bears took the lead again at 5-4 in the eighth, then the Chips came right back. Then Waynedale took advantage of walks off Trent Harrell and Ray Sales to score four in the 11th. Evan Reidenbaugh came in to close it out after 10 struggle-filled innings by Marcus Schleybaugh. He threw 153 pitches in yesterday's game. And the Chips still brought the tying run to the plate in the bottom of the 11th. But Reidenbaugh pitched out of the jam, and the Bears play today. Manchester yesterday, they got by Rittman 3-2, and the bugaboo that has bothered Rittman all season long, inability to field the baseball, hit them again yesterday as they committed six errors in the game. Manchester took a 2-0 lead in the second inning when Dalton Eric and junior Kyle White scored following a walk, a sacrifice bunt, a throwing error, and a pass ball. 
Rittman Jr., Manny Garza, who was just outstanding this year for Rittman. You can't say enough about the kid. Hit a double in the fifth and scored when senior Tristan Kidd, who's going to Ashland University next year on a football scholarship, hit a sacrifice bunt, and sophomore Jacob Carr hit an RBI ground out. Indian sophomore Caleb Bauman, we saw him when the Bears played over at Rittman earlier this year, tied the score at two apiece in the seventh on a walk, a sacrifice bunt by senior Tyler Galt, and a ground out by Garza, and an RBI infield single by Kidd. But as I said, what plagued Rittman all year long was their defense, and it happened again yesterday. Edwards led off the Panthers' bottom of the seventh with his second single of the game. He took second on an error went to third on a bunt single by senior Jake Stahl, and scored on a wild pitch by Garza, who pitched a three-hitter with nine strikeouts and one walk. And that's how we got here to this game today. It looked ominous as we got here, but the clouds, the rain clouds, seem to have dissipated, and we have got some bright sunshine here at Norwayne. As we said yesterday, just an outstanding field to host this district championship contest. The Bears will be the visiting team on the scoreboard. Bob Graham... And Justin McDowell, the two head coaches, both in their second years as coaches of their team. And today's pitchers for Manchester, it will be junior Jordan Seidel. And for Waynedale, it will be righty Evan Reidenbaugh. We'll be back to tell you what's happening around the area in baseball and softball. And we'll preview this afternoon's championship game. We'll do that when we return here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. The Major League Baseball season has begun. And that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. College football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, Ohio State's Archie Griffin, on educational athletics. High school sports are about so much more than wins and losses. Interscholastic athletics are an extension of the classroom and teach life lessons that truly complete a young person's education. Interscholastic athletics help give young men and women the tools they need to be successful in the biggest game of all, the game of life. A message from the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Well, temperature about 62 degrees. It was hovering under 60 for most of the day, and now the clouds have left. This is a grass infield at Norway, an excellent facility to hold this ball game. 320 down the lines, 355 to dead center field. And unlike yesterday's ball game, where the wind was swirling, it was blowing from left to right and then straight out to center field, today the flag high above the center field fence is hanging limp and Hopefully it will stay that way here for this one as we try to get this one underway. Both pitchers are warming up down the left and right field lines in their bullpens getting set for this one. Jordan Seidel will pitch for Manchester, and Evan Reidenbaugh will go for Waynedale. Our next broadcast game will be tomorrow, right back here at Norway, and it will be the girls' softball district semifinals. For the second consecutive year, Waynedale and Manchester will face off in the semifinals last year. Manchester had a one to nothing lead going into the bottom of the seventh inning, and the Bears strung together two runs in that bottom of the seventh to pull out the 2-1 to victory and then went on to their first regional berth after they beat Northwestern the next day. So that will be our broadcast game tomorrow. That will be at 5 o'clock. We'll be on the air again, just like we are today at 445, but over in a different location, the softball field here at Norway. And how did the... Bear girls get there. Well, they defeated Triway two to nothing 
last Thursday to win their second straight sectional title by beating the Lady Titans. Yesterday in girls softball action, it was holy name over Northwestern in regular season play, 3-2, to and Madison defeated Orville 4-1. to Today in girls softball action, just one game regular season action, it will be Orville at Ashland. Tomorrow, as we said, it will be Manchester and Waynedale playing at 5, but before that at 2 o'clock, it will be the other district semifinal. Northwestern will be taking on Tuslaw. That will be, as I said, at 2. On Thursday will be the D4 Copley District semifinals, which will have Hillsdale, the Wayne County Athletic League champions, once again playing Cornerstone Christian. That's at 4. And Dalton takes on Mogador at 5.30. In baseball action yesterday afternoon, after these two ball clubs won their ball games in the D2 East District semifinal, New Philly defeated West Holmes 5 to 4, and it was Highland shutting out Martins Ferry 4 to nothing. Today in the Division 4 Medina District semifinal, Dalton will play Lake Center Christian, that's at 2 o'clock, and Hillsdale takes on Cuyahoga Heights. That is coming up here just about at 5. We don't have a score yet on that Dalton Lake Center Christian game. In baseball action tomorrow in tournament play, Worcester will play Uniontown Lake in the Division One Canton District semifinal. Highland will play in the D3 East District final. And the winner of that Lake Center Christian Dalton game will take on that Hillsdale Cuyahoga Heights winner in the Division Four Medina District final. And that will have the first pitch at 5 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. We're set for baseball action here today. Waynedale, 21 and 4 on the year, winners of 16 in a row coming into this one against Manchester, the number one seed, 19 and 5 on the season. We'll be back to preview this ball game and bring you the batting order and the first pitch along with the starting lineups and our national anthem. We'll do all that when we continue here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. This Waynedale Golden Bears broadcast is made possible by Yoder Builders in Orville, the Apple Creek Drive Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. The Spidel Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. And the Apple Creek Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Waynedale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. I perform for our high school choir director, who taught me to breathe from the diaphragm and sing from the heart. Speech, debate, theater, Music, the performing arts teach valuable life lessons that typically aren't taught in the classroom. They help high school students learn leadership skills that prepare them to enjoy more satisfying, productive lives. Hey, I've got a question for you. Who will you perform for? This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the high school in your community. Manchester comes into this afternoon's game with a record of 19-5 and on the year. They were winners of the Pac-7 this season under second year head coach Bob Graham. He's got a record of 35 wins, 21 career defeats. The common opponents that these two teams play, just a few of them, were Triway. Manchester won both games 13 to nothing and 11 to 7 over the Titans. They played Northwestern this year. They won that game 3 to 1. They played two games against Fairless. They played a double dip against them. They split winning 5-4 to four and losing 9-2. to two. And they beat Canton Central Catholic this year 6-3. to three. Now, Bob Graham raises his ire just a little bit when people say that while Canton Central Catholic wasn't playing their entire lineup. Still, when you beat Canton Central Catholic, it doesn't matter if they're playing their entire lineup or just half of it. You have accomplished something, and that's what the Manchester Panthers did this year, defeating Canton Central Catholic. 
For the Waynedale Golden Bears, they are 21 and 4 on the year coming into this game. 12 and 2. They have not lost since they lost on April 18th to Chippewa over in Doylestown, a 7 to 6 loss in that ball game. Since then, they've played 16. They've won 16, including that win yesterday over Chippewa. Now the Bears have won the district six times in 1968, 1969, 1971, 1977, 1991, and 1999. They have had a 17-year stretch of not making it to the regional tournament. And today, they will look forward to that opportunity moving forward into the sectional tournament, or the regional tournament, I should say. And that would happen next week. It would be Thursday. And they would be playing the winner. That's May 26th. Not the day after tomorrow, but a week from the day after tomorrow. May 26th in Maslin. And that will be against the winner of this afternoon's game in the district finals at LeBray between Gates Mills Hawken and Burton Berkshire. The winner of that game plays the winner of the game here between Waynedale and Manchester. We've got a lot coming up for you. We'll have the introductions of both teams, the national anthem and the first pitch. We'll do that right after this timeout. Hi, I'm Clark Kellogg. Have you ever thought about what makes high school sports so great? High school sports are great because of our coaches who not only teach the game, but also teach lifelong skills like hard work, teamwork, sportsmanship, and citizenship. High school sports are great because they keep things in the proper perspective. It's great to strive to be the best and to try to win, but high school sports also strive to develop the best students, the best teammates, and the best leaders of tomorrow. High school sports are great because they are truly about community, bringing students, parents, and alumni together the way only a sporting event can. The privilege of participating in high school sports is one of the most exciting experiences of a young person's life. So please show your support because high school sports are great. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association. OHSAA Commissioner Dr. Dan Ross on safe driving. Car crashes are the leading cause of fatality among teens 15 to 18 in our country. We all need to do our part to help reduce accidents that are due to distracted driving and texting while driving. Parents and coaches, please set the rules for when it's appropriate for your kids to use a cell phone. We want to see all of you at the next ballgame. A message from the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Jordan Seidel, the junior, will be the starting pitcher this afternoon for Manchester. Six and one record on the season for Seidel, and he has a 1.45 ERA. For the Bears in this one, they will be going with Evan Reidenbaugh. Reidenbaugh, the righty, he came in and pitched an inning yesterday, and he is coming in with a record this year of 3-2 and and a 1.54 ERA. Now let's turn things over to our public address announcer, Dave Dreher. For the guest tonight will be the Waynedale Golden Bears, and indicated on the scoreboard by Bobcats will be the Manchester Panthers. We live in a great country with freedoms like no other. In order, in order of those who have served and are serving to preserve those freedoms, the Waynedale and Manchester baseball teams ask that you join them in the singing of our national anthem, 
the Star-Spangled Banner. that was Whitney Houston from the Olympics a few years ago. I think it was 1998 that she did that. For the Manchester Panthers today. So we are set to get underway We're here this afternoon field with field championship field baseball for you here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. And let's bring you the batting order for the visiting team on the scoreboard 20, here today. The Wayndale Golden Bears, a 21-4 and four on the year. They will have a lineup of Nick Strasbaugh leading things off. He'll play shortstop, batting 349. Ryan Weaver is in center field today with Rydenbaugh on the mound. He will bat second and hit 329. Evan Reidenbaugh is the pitcher, batting 432, batting third. Shane Weaver will bat cleanup today. He hit a home run yesterday. He is at first base, batting 418. Aaron Spidell is the catcher today, batting fifth. He's also hitting 418. Marcus Schlebaugh moves to third base today, batting 308, batting sixth. Colton Purdy will be at second base today, batting seventh. Jarrett Varner is the DH. The freshman will bat eighth for Manny Camacho, who will play left field. And Jarrett Wanzik is in right field this afternoon, hitting at 343. He will be facing the right-hander, Jordan Seidel, big, strong junior. Boy, if you look at this kid, you wouldn't think that he was a junior. 
He's one of those mountain men. All these high school players now want to grow beards, and he's one of them. Right-hander, number 27 on the back of his black and red Manchester Panther uniform top with white bottoms. According to, to Bob Graham, he's got a fastball, a curveball. He will mix in a changeup and sometimes goes with a little bit of a slider. Around the, offen- around the defense for Manchester, it will be white in left, McFadden in center, Mars in right, Eric is at third, Nist at short, Johnston at second, Stahl will be at first, Edwards is behind the plate, and as we said, the pitcher, Jordan Seidel. Yesterday it was Dalton Eric who pitched the gem that got Manchester into this ball game, the 3-2 victory over Rittman, aided mostly by those six errors that Rittman committed yesterday. Nick Strasbaugh leading it off for the Bears here this afternoon as we get this game underway. Bears in their white uniforms today, all white uniforms with gold numerals and brown shoulders. Nick, as usual, always gets into the catcher's crouch before he steps into the batter's box. Right-handed hitter, batting 349, and the first pitch of the ball game is a ball low. Just low to Nick Strasball. One or no the count. 62 degrees as we start this one. The wind is non-existent. And that pitch down low and outside. Two and oh the count now to Strasball. Seidel likes to move quickly. The right-hander delivers the 2-0. Swung on and pop top foul. Just behind home plate behind Edwards, the catcher. And the count now two and one. Nick has had his troubles over the last few games at the plate and I think he's walking around right now wishing he had that pitch back 2-1 the count to the leadoff man here in the championship game that pitch is a curveball grounded to third on a high bounce coming in and picking up at his Eric throws over to first and he got Strasbaugh by a step one away center fielder number 25 Strasbaugh grounds out to third to start it out and it brings up Ryan Weaver Weaver hitting 329 on the year but like we've always said he's got the dubious distinction of leading the team and being hit by pitches. Ryan on the year has been hit by 14 pitches, and he takes that pitch down low for a ball. Evan Reidenbaugh is on deck. Weaver steps out of the batter's box and pulls at Mike Hargrove and starts adjusting his batting gloves. Seidel has been working fairly quickly, and now Weaver wants to get him to take a break, and now Edwards is adjusting his catcher's mask. 1-0 1-0 the count, one away here in the first. That pitch is down low, ball two. Two balls, no strikes to Ryan Weaver. In the third is Eric. And that pitch is a called strike over the outside corner on a tailing fastball. Two and one the count. Winner will play next Thursday at Maslin Washington Baseball Field against the winner of the Burton Berkshire Gates Mills Hawken game. That pitch swung on and fouled over the third base dugout and out of play, and the count evens now at 2-2. Two and two. Waynedale in the first base dugout as the visiting team today, as they were yesterday. Manchester in the third base dugout. And the 2-2 pitch from Seidel. Curveball hangs upstairs. And the count 3-2. and two. Ben Hines of Chippewa yesterday was arguing with the umpires after the game about how Weaver leans into pitches. Three and two, the count. That pitch swung on, fly ball, center field. Coming in is McFadden, going out is the second baseman. McFadden can't catch up to it, and Johnston couldn't get to it. Now Weaver rounds first and gets back to first. The ball is thrown by first, but Weaver will hang right there as Brandon Giles tells him to 
stick right there. But then the ball went into the Bears' dugout, and now Weaver will advance to third base. It'll be a two-base error on the center fielder, McFadden, that will allow Weaver, after the base hit, to take third. So the Bears, on the first error of the ball game, have a runner at third, one away, and it brings up Evan Reidenbaugh, who's batting 432 on the year. Boy, a crazy play. He just popped it up to center, but McFadden was playing so deep he couldn't catch up to it, and Johnston, the second baseman, couldn't get back to it. That pitch is over the inside corner for a called strike. And right now we can tell the home plate umpire not giving a lot on the outside corner, but giving a lot on the inside. 0-1 the count. And the pitch curveball swung and fouled down the third base side. And the count now 0-2 to Evan Reidenbaugh. Shane Weaver's on deck. Ryan Weaver at third base after the two-base error that went into the Bears' dugout on the throw from the outfield to first base. Seidel now working more deliberately on the mound. And the 0-2 swung on and grounded to short. That'll get a run home. Coming in the shortstop. Missed, bobbles it, throws to first. Not in time. That got by the first baseman. Stall also. But it won't be an error. It will be an infield. Well, it will be an error on the shortstop on Nist. So back-to-back errors. And the Bears get on the scoreboard first here this afternoon. And they lead it one to nothing. Reidenbaugh. No RBI on the air, but the Bears still lead it one to nothing, and that brings up Shane Weaver batting 418. And Rydenbaugh gets the lead. Weaver fouls off an inside pitch out of play over the right side. Owen won the count. Now I saw the baseballs downstairs. They had about nine of them, and we've only fouled off three. <laughs> They're already out of balls. Owen won the count. Weaver, right-handed hitter, clubbed the home run yesterday over the left center field fence. That was wind-aided. Today, there's no wind. That pitch is a curveball upstairs. One and one the count. Left fielder playing in deep center field, medium depth. And the 1-1 pitch, curveball, swung on, popped up, out to right center field. Coming over the right fielder, Mars, he's calling for it and grabs it. Reidenbaugh, who had gone halfway to second... Now we'll retreat to first. Two down. And it brings to the plate Aaron Spidell. Aaron had a tough day yesterday, but ended up scoring one of the runs in the 11th inning that led to the 9-5 victory. One to nothing. Bears lead it here in the top half of the first. Reidenbaugh gets a short lead off first, and the first pitch to Spidell. Curve ball hangs upstairs for a ball. 1-0. Marcus Schleybaugh is on deck, yesterday's winning pitcher. Seidel comes set and now steps off the back of the rubber and looks over to first base, but Reidenbaugh only had about a two-step lead. Evan does not get off very far. He's only off a couple steps, and that pitch is tapped out in front of the plate. Coming in is the pitcher, Seidel. He'll throw to first in time. Spidell is erased, and that will do it for the Bears here in the inning. But they pick up one run on one hit, two. Big errors by the Manchester Panthers, and the Bears leave one on as we head to the bottom of the first. It's Waynedale 1 and Manchester coming to bat. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank 
with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and help save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Evan Reidenbaugh, the starting pitcher for the Bears today, a 3-2 and two record on the year, a 1.54 ERA and seven appearances. Evan has pitched 36 and a third innings. He's given up 21 runs on the year. Eight of them earned on 34 hits. He has struck out 29 and walked 24 this year. And the batting order that he will face against the Manchester Panthers will be Andrew McFadden in center field leading it off. Caleb Johnston is at second, batting second. Mason Niss, the shortstop, will bat third. Then comes Dalton Eric, the third baseman. He'll bat cleanup. Kyle White is in left field, batting fifth. Jordan Seidel is the pitcher today, batting sixth. Dean Edwards is behind the plate. He'll bat seventh. Jake Stahl is eighth, playing first base. And Corey Lappin will be the designated hitter today. He's hitting for Trent Mars, the right fielder, and he will bat ninth. So it's McFadden, Johnston, and Nist, the top three. Eric, White, and Seidel, the middle three. Dean Edwards, Jake Stahl, and Corey Lappin will be the bottom three. Here from Norwayne High School, where Waynedale busted through for a run in the top half of the first inning. And Evan Reidenbaugh will be trying to make that run stand up. He has had control problems over the entire season. His one game that he pitched without control problems was the one hitter that he threw against Rittman two weeks ago. He was dominant in that game. He was able to pinpoint his control and his Leading problems this year have basically been that he cannot number nine, Andrew control McFadden. his tailing fastball. And that's been his big problem this season long. Andrew McFadden, the center fielder, will lead it off. Right-handed hitter as we are set to go here in some of the first inning. one nothing, Wayne Dale lead. We'll check the defense for you here in a second for the Golden Bears as Reidenbaugh on top of the rubber. He is set to deliver the first pitch here in the bottom of the first inning to Andrew McFadden. And the pitch is swung on. Fly ball out to left center field. Coming over is Ryan Weaver, the center fielder today. He draws a beat on it and grabs it for the first out of the inning. One pitch, one away for the Bears defensively. Manny Camacho is in left field today with Reidenbaugh pitching. Ryan Weaver moves from left to center. And Jarrett Wanzik is in right. Marcus Schleybaugh is back at third after pitching yesterday. Nick Strasbaugh at short. Colton Purdy at second. Shane Weaver at first. The catcher is Aaron Spidell. And Reidenbaugh's one-out pitch is a ball low and outside. To Caleb Johnston, the second baseman. Right-handed hitter. Stands in the middle of the batter's box. And the 1-0, that is right over the outside corner on the black for a called strike. 1-1. One one. Guess I shouldn't say on the black because the plates no longer have black on them. 1-1 one one the count. One down here in the first inning. And that pitch is swung on and grounded to third. Schlebaugh takes it on the short hop on the grass. Throw across. Got him. Boy, Schlebaugh kind of made that a difficult play. He didn't grab it on the big hop. He grabbed it on the short hop. Still fielded it cleanly and threw across for the out. Two away on three pitches, and it brings up Mason Niss, the shortstop. He's a left-handed hitter. Number five. 
Stands right in the middle of the batter's box. Two down here in the first inning, and Rydenbaugh rocks into the motion, and the pitch swung on, lined out into right center field, and that's going to go all the way to the fence past Jarrett Wanzik. He'll pick it up on the bounce. Grounding first, and heading into second is Mason Nist with a double. Boy, Jarrett Wanzik made a nice play on that ball. Cut it off before it got to the fence with his bare hand and then turned and threw to second, but by that time this was sliding in. First hit of the ball game for Manchester. And it brings up the cleanup hitter, Dalton Eric, third baseman. Eric, right-handed hitter. Tall, lanky sort. Getting the lead off of second base is Nist. He gets a good lead, and that first pitch is a fastball at the knees by Rydenbaugh for a strike. Kyle White is on deck for the Panthers. Nist getting a good lead off of second base on his initial lead. That pitch is over the outside corner for a call strike. Throw it down to second, not in time to get Nist diving back into the bag. But the count now moves to 0-2 against Dalton Eric. Rydenbaugh, in this first inning at least, appears to have some good control of his pitches. And the 0-2 pitch to the plate threw that one low and outside on a fastball. In that one hitter against Rittman, talked to him after the game, and he said he just wanted to stick with the fastball, didn't throw many of his off-speed pitches because he had control of the fastball so well that day. That pitch swung on curveball, lined out into left center field, but Weaver got a good jump on it, comes over and grabs it. And that'll do it for Manchester here in the first inning of play. No runs, one hit. No errors, and Manchester leaves one on. And as we head to the second, we've got the score of Waynedale 1, Manchester nothing. Casa de Sassi is a family-owned business built on timeless principles of honesty, integrity, and quality. Like timeless values, their products are manufactured to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. Providing a quality product that meets your needs is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi. Earning your trust is vitally important which is why they always operate in an ethical manner with the highest value for integrity. Call Casa de Sansi today, 330-830-9760. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidel Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Well, Evan Reidenbaugh, despite giving up the double, an impressive inning, at least control-wise, and that's the thing that you always have to look out for Evan on. It's one nothing Waynedale as we head into the second inning of play. Marcus Schlebaugh, then comes Colton Purdy, and the D.H. Jared Varner against Jordan Seidel. Schleybaugh hitting 308 coming into this one, and he takes that breaking pitch down low for a ball. Schleybaugh threw 153 pitches in gaining his eighth win of the year yesterday, and that pitch is down low for a ball. 2 0. And Schleybaugh, as we've said all year long, he always comes up with big hits when the Bears need them, and he did yesterday. That pitch is a called strike. 2 1. Seidel working quickly. Again here in the second, he throws a fastball over at the knees. And the count evens now at two balls, two strikes. 
to the leadoff man for the Bears, Schleybaugh, right-handed hitter. And the 2-2 pitch to the plate. Foul tipped off of the glove of Edwards to the backstop, so Schleybaugh stays alive. Looked like Schleybaugh was a little confused and didn't realize that the curveball was coming in at that time. Was looking fastball. 2-2. Two and two. Managed to stay alive just by foul tipping it. And the 2-2 pitch swung on. Fly ball out to right center. Coming over is Mars. He's got... Got it, and then the center fielder came over, McFadden, he ran into Mars and caused him to drop the ball, and going into second base with a head first slide is Schleybaugh. That'll be another two base error on Manchester, their third of the afternoon. Mars came in and he had it, he was underneath at Campton, McFadden came over and ran right into his glove and knocked it free. And Schleybaugh, who was running hard down to first base, continued on to second. And he's on at second base after the two-base error. Nobody down here in the second inning. Bears already lead at one to nothing. And Colton Purdy is up to bat with Schleybaugh at second. Purdy squares the bunt, bunts it right out in front of the plate. Edwards picks it up. He'll gun it to first base. Down the right field line. Another error. And Schleybaugh will come home to score. That's the fourth error of the game against Manchester in the second inning. And it's a two to nothing Waynedale lead. And Colton Purdy is on at first base after Edwards threw the ball away down the first base side. So Purdy's on on the air. And it brings to the plate Jared Varner. The Bears have got two runs in this game on the benefit of one hit and four errors. Coming set is Seidel. And the pitch to Varner swung on and popped up on the infield first base side. First baseman, now the catcher Edwards calls for it, and he grabs it over near the on-deck circle of Waynedale for the first out of the inning. Purdy holds it first, of course, so Varner right fielder fouls out to the catcher, Jarrett one away, and it brings up Jarrett Wanzik. Purdy, in case you're wondering, has one stolen base this year. He's not a threat to steal. Gets about a three-step lead off first base. Coming in and playing in on the grass at third is Eric. And the pitch to the plate. There goes Purdy. Ball in the dirt. Edwards can't find it. It's off to the right of him. And Purdy will go in standing into second base with the stolen base. So right after I say he's really not a threat to steal, Purdy goes. That was a ball taken by Wanzik. 1-0 the count. One down here in the second. Bears with a run across in the inning to lead it 2-0. Purdy getting the lead off second base. And the pitch to Wanzik. He bunts it up the first baseline. Nice bunt. Seidel comes in, picks it up, throws to first base. Just in time to get Wanzik at first. But Jarrett, who was really bunting for a base hit, completes the sacrifice. And there are two away. Moving to third is Colton Purdy. And it brings up Nick Strasbaugh. Nick grounded to third his last time up, and he could use a base hit right about now as he has not been hitting the ball very well over the last four or five games. And that pitch is a curveball over the heart of the plate at the knees for a called strike. Ryan Weaver's on deck. Purdy getting the lead off of third base. Playing deep at third is Eric. And the 0-1, that's a called strike on a fastball over the outside part of the plate. And Strasbaugh finds himself down in the count, 0-2. 
Seidel comes set. And the 0-2 is upstairs. Edwards had to come out of the crouch and jump up to catch that one. One ball, two strikes. Great crowd here today for this championship game. Both sides well represented. One and two the count to Strasbaugh. That pitch is swung on and grounded to third. Eric bobbles it, picks it up. He's going to throw it. Not in time as the first baseman stall couldn't dig it out of the dirt. I think it's got to be another error as Strasbaugh will reach on the air. That would be five. But the run comes across to score in Colton Purdy, and it's now three to nothing, Wayne Dale. Here in the second inning, two down, and Ryan Weaver comes up. Now, Strasbaugh is playing with that pulled hamstring. Remember, he's second on the team in stolen bases with 15, but we'll see what Justin McDowell wants to do with Nick. He's getting a good lead off first base, and now Seidel will back off the back of the rubber. Bears have picked up two runs in this inning without the benefit of a hit. And now Seidel steps off the back of the rubber again. Strasbaugh getting the lead off at first. Coming set is Seidel. Nick bluffs. That's a pitch down at the just under the knees, 1-0. Not sure. This home plate umpire is rather delayed, isn't he? 1-0 the count. And the pitch, that's high and outside. There goes Strasbaugh down to second, throw down to second. Nick dives in with a head first dive safely to second base. So the hammy must not be bothering him that bad. Bears have got two stolen bases here in this inning. Runner in scoring position is Strasbaugh at second, and Ryan Weaver ahead in the count 2-0. and It is nothing, Waynedale here in the second inning. With the benefit of five errors by Manchester in the first two innings. Coming set is Seidel. And the pitch to Weaver. That's a strike at the knees. Weaver was taking all the way. Two and one the count. Evan Reidenbaugh is on deck for the Bears. Winner of this game plays a week from Thursday in Maslin in the regionals. And the two one. That's a called strike over the outside corner. Two and two now. Clouds starting to roll in again. Overcast skies now. Wind is limp, and now the batter, Ryan Weaver, takes time. Steps out of the batter's box. Seidel more deliberate working out of the stretch than he is out of the wind. 2-2 pitch to Weaver. Curve ball hit him on the elbow, and that'll be his 15th hit batsman of the year. First hit batsman of the day. Weaver, that's the 15th time he's been hit. Evan Reidenbaugh. And the batter now is Evan Reidenbaugh. Evan reached on an error his first time up. Came in batting 432. 3-0. Strasbaugh's at second. Weaver at first. First baseman Jake Stahl will play behind the runner at first base. And the pitch to Reidenbaugh is over the inside corner for a called strike. 0-1 the count. Now Edwards is going to go out and talk with Seidel on the mound and try to get their signal straight because I think they saw Nick Strasbaugh out at the second base signaling the pitches to Reidenbaugh at the plate, so they want to change up the signs. We'll be back here at Norway tomorrow for the girls' softball semifinal game against Manchester. That will be at 5 o'clock. We'll be on at 4.45 with the pregame. 0-1 the count. Runners at first and second for the Bears. Coming set is Seidel. 
Pierce out at second. And the pitch swung on and missed. Ball gets away from Edwards. Strasbaugh is going to advance to second and going, or to third and going down to second is Ryan Weaver. Wild pitch. Moves Strasbaugh to third. Weaver is at second. Two down. 0-2 the count. As Stras- Rydenball went a little too far on that pitch in the dirt. Now Seidel will work out of the wind, and the 0-2 swung on. Fly ball out to right center field. Going back is the second baseman, Johnston, and he grabs it over his head for the third out of the inning. But for the inning, for the Bears, they pick up two runs in the inning without the benefit of a base hit, three errors in the inning, for Manchester, and the Bears leave two on. And as we head to the bottom of the second, your score is Waynedale three, Manchester nothing. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that, nice, right? Saute on medium high. Brown, ooh, browning, nicely. Now the broth, it's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge, perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. Three more errors for Manchester in the second inning of play. They have committed five in the first two in the Bears with just the benefit of one base hit here this afternoon. Now lead it by a score of three to nothing. Dave Mitchell with you here on Ultimate Sports Talk. Ball rounds out his warm-up pitches in between innings. Three to nothing. Bears lead it here as we head into the bottom of the second inning. Leading off for the Panthers in, in this the bottom district of the championship three, game. Left fielder Kyle White. Kyle White, the left fielder. Then comes Jordan Seidel, the pitcher, and Dean Edwards, the catcher, are the scheduled hitters for Bob Graham's Manchester Panthers, who came into this one 19 and five. But I would be willing to say that Bob Graham has not seen his team play defense like this all year long. Yesterday, they had no errors against Rittman. And the first pitch of the inning is a called strike over the outside corner. Nice fastball from Rydenball. 0-1 the count. And the one-strike pitch to the plate. Tries to pepper that outside corner again with a fastball. and But it goes outside. 1-1 the count. This is the same pattern that Rydenball used against Rittman two weeks ago. Stucks with the fastball. That pitch is a tailing fastball inside, rode inside on White, the right-handed hitter. He swung and missed. One and two to count. Riding ball into the motion, and the one-two, that's a curveball that White fouls off to the right side. Weaver comes over, Rydenbaugh comes over and cuts right in front of him. And it was Rydenbaugh that caught the ball. Nobody seems to be listening to the fielders here today. We had the same situation in the top of the second where the right fielder and center fielder ran into each other and caused an error. That time Weaver was underneath the foul ball, but Reidenbach came over and grabbed it himself. So there's one away, and it brings up Seidel. Seidel 
takes the first pitch way outside. Spidell had to backhand that one in the left-hand batter's box. Seidel, as we said, big, strong, right-handed hitter. First time up to the plate. 1-0 the count with one down. That pitch is a fastball. Swung on and fouled straight back and out of play. Count now one ball, one strike. Cavaliers playing tonight. Game one of the Eastern Conference Finals against Toronto. Game time, 8.30. That's on ABC. 1-1 pitch to the plate. Swung on and grounded right back through the box and into center field. Seidel gets the second hit of the ball game for Manchester here in the second inning of play. He's on it first. One down. And it brings up Dean Edwards, the catcher. Catcher number 13, Dean Edwards. Right-handed hitter, Edwards number 13. Stands deep in the batter's box. Seidel getting a good lead off first base, about a four-step lead. Weaver holding him there, and the first pitch is a fastball. Tails inside for a called strike. Rydenbaugh has been sticking mainly with the heater. Schleybaugh in right on the lip of the grass at third base. Middle of the infield playing deep and double play depth. And that pitch swung on and missed. Nice low fastball and Edwards down in the count 0-2. Jake Stahl is on deck. Seidel getting the lead off first base. Reidenbaugh dips and comes to the belt. And the 0-2, that is upstairs. Maybe a little bit outside. 1-2 and the count. Seidel not showing any indication of trying to take second. Gets a good lead. Weaver holding him there. Now Schlebaugh playing even with the bag at third. And it's rounded to Schlebaugh. Picks it up to his left. Goes to second for one to Purdy. Relay to first base. is in time for the double play. Nice play by Schlebaugh as Edwards grounds into the 5-4-3 double play. That'll do it for Manchester here in the second inning of play. No runs. One hit. No errors. And... Manchester leaves nobody on as we head to the third inning of play. Your score is Waynedale 3, Manchester nothing. The Apple Creek Banking Company is a full-service community bank offering checking and savings accounts, installment, mortgage, and commercial loans. While being able to offer all of the services of a large bank, the Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities they serve and the people and businesses that make those communities great. The staff at the Apple Creek Banking Company truly cares about its customers and helps them choose the products that best meet their needs. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Bears lead it three to nothing as we head into the top of the third inning. Jordan Seidel, his fielding has not helped him out at all here this afternoon as Manchester has committed five errors in the ball game. And that has led the Bears to this three to nothing lead. Indians and Reds are playing a progressive field tonight also. That game will get underway here in about a half an hour in Cleveland. For some reason, Major League Baseball seems to think that Cleveland and Cincinnati are just a hop, skip, and a jump away from each other, and they could play these 
interleague rivalry games during the weeknights, and anybody with a job can just pop down to Cincinnati and come back to Cleveland or vice versa because they'll be playing down in Cincinnati on Wednesday and Thursday night also. Indians won last night 15-6. to Shane Weaver will lead it off for the Bears. He flied to right his first time up, so he's 0-for-1. Then comes Aaron Spidell and Marcus Schlebaugh, the middle three in the batting order for Justin McDowell's Golden Bears. Seidel into the motion, and the pitch is a curveball, breaks over at the knees for a strike. Owen won the count to Shane. Shane's been dealing with a cold for the past few days. The 0-1 pitch, that is down low, 1-1. One and one. Seidel into the motion, and the 1-1 pitch swung on and fouled down the right side and out of play. And the count now moves to Weaver, 1-2. and two. Aaron Spidell is on deck. 3.20 down each line to the right and left field lines. 3.55 here at Norway, straightaway center field. And the 1-2 pitch to Weaver, swung on a curveball, grounded to third. Eric picks it up on the grass. Good throw to first base this time, in time, to get Shane Weaver. And there's one away here in the third. Number three, catcher Aaron Brings Spidell. Brings up the catcher Aaron Spidell. Aaron granted right back to the mound his first time up. So he is 0 for 1. 3 nothing Bears lead it here in the third. And the one-out pitch to Spidell is down low and outside a fastball. 1-0 the count. Boy, when the rain clouds come in, the sun just disappears, of course. But when the clouds are gone, it is a nice day for baseball. The 1-0 pitch curveball broke early but went over the outside corner for a called strike. 1-1 one one the count. Got people up over the top of the center field fence up near the track at Norway football field watching this one. That pitch is a check swing on a sweeping curveball. Went outside. 2-1 and one the count. Schlebaugh is on deck. Two and one the count to Spidell, and that pitch fastball in on the fist, and Aaron fought it off and fouled it straight back and out of play. The count now two and two. Two balls, two strikes, the count to the Bears catcher. And the pitch to the plate, swung on, fly ball, center field. McFadden coming in, now going out is the shortstop missed, and he grabs it on the outfield grass for the second out of the inning. Third baseman, number 19, Marcus Schlebaugh. So Spidell pops out to short, and it brings up Schlebaugh, who started the second inning reaching on an error. Two base error, and then came around to score. And that pitch is swung on and grounded wide of third and foul. Nice pickup by the former College of Worcester All-American and Waynedale coach Justin McDowell. He didn't have to field too much when he was at the College of Worcester. And <laughs> the 0 1 pitch to the plate swung on and fouled straight back over the top of us and out of play. And the count now 0 and 2 to Schlebaugh. If he keeps it alive, Colton Purdy will be up. Owen 2 the count. And the pitch to the plate. That's high and outside. 1 and 2 now to Marcus. 
He made a nice throw to second base to start that 5-4-3 double play to end the second, and after 153 pitches, you're shocked he can even lift his arm today. That pitch, and the curveball breaks over the outside corner for a called strike three. First strike out of the game, registered by Seidel. Three up, three down for the Bears here in the third inning of play. We go to the bottom of the third, and it is still 3-0 Waynedale. This Waynedale Golden Bears broadcast is made possible by the Harvest Market in Apple Creek, Miller Custom Exteriors, Shop Brothers Farms, Murphy's Promotions, Deb's Den in Apple Creek, Casa de Sassi, Lem's Pizza, and PNC Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Waynedale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. Waynedale leads it here as we head to the bottom of the third inning of play. This has been an error-filled ball game. I hate to keep beating a drum on it, but Manchester... Off Just the bottom basically the given Wayndale three runs in this ball game. First baseman number 32. Jake Saul will lead it off the first baseman. Then Corey Lappin, the designated hitter in the top of the order, Andrew McFadden. Stall, right-handed hitter number 32 on the back of his black and red jersey. He's the leadoff man here in the bottom of the third. And Rydenbaugh winds up and delivers. Just low, ball one. Much to the dismay of catcher Aaron Spidell, who looked back and asked the umpire where it was, and he said low. 1-0 the pitch, and that pitch is swung on on an inside fastball and lined down the left field line and almost drilled somebody right in the kneecap. 1-1 one and one the count. I'm not sure if that's who it is, but it looks like Dale Lemon is the one who almost got drilled in the kneecap. One and one the count. That pitch is over the outside corner. A fastball called strike. And the count is one and two. And the one-two pitch to the plate. That's a breaking pitch. Nice over the outside corner for a called strike three. First strike out of the game for Rydenbaugh here today. Designated hitter number 12, Cody Lappin. And it brings up the DH Cody Lappin. Lappin hitting for Trent Mars, the right fielder today. He's the number nine hitter. Then comes the on-deck man, the top of the order, Andrew McFadden. And that pitch is a little high and outside for a ball. One or the count to Lappin. Right-hander hitter, number 12. Stands deep in the batter's box. And the 1-0 to the plate. That pitch is swung on a miss. Nice. Looks like that might have been the knuckler from Rydenbaugh. He throws the knuckler along with a curveball and a change. That one looked like it might have been the knuckler. One and one the count. And the one one. That's a fastball. Drilled out into right center field. Coming over as Weaver makes a dive. Can't get it. Backing him up is Wanzik. And that'll hold Corey Lappin with a base hit to right center field. Third hit of the ball game by Manchester. And they've got a runner on at first base. One down. And it brings to the top of the order Andrew McFadden. 
McFadden flied to center his first time up. Ryan Weaver is deceptively fast out in center field. He can cover a lot of ground out there. He's got a nice first step, something the Indians don't think Tyler Naquin has. (laughs) But Weaver's got a nice one. He's playing straight away here for McFadden. And the pitch swung on, hit out into left center field. Weaver going back on the ball. And he grabs it in medium deep center field. Gets the ball back in and holding at first base is Corey Lappin. So McFadden on the very first pitch flies to center. Two away and it brings up Caleb Johnston. Johnston grounded to third his last time up. Two down here in the third inning. Waynedale leads at three nothing. Lappin getting the lead off first. He's holding and that pitch is line foul, just foul, about a couple of feet down the left field side. As Johnston fisted that one down the left field side. Owen won the count. Mason missed the shortstop is on deck. He had a double in the first inning. Lappin getting the lead off first base. Reidenbach comes set. He's holding. And that pitch is a curveball. Tapped up the third base side. That'll go foul. Schleybaugh comes in and grabs it in foul territory. And the count now goes 0-2. Johnston got halfway up the first base line and now has to go back. 0-2 the count. Two down here in the third. Waynedale with a 3-0 lead. Lappin getting the lead off of first. Short lead, about three steps. And the pitch swung on. Fly ball center field. Going over to his right is Weaver. And he got it for the third out of the inning. So Weaver retired two out of the three batters. No runs, one hit for Manchester. Their third of the ball game. No Waynedale errors. And Manchester leaves a runner on as we head to the fourth. It's still 3 nothing Waynedale. Experience a pleasant atmosphere and homemade comfort food daily at Deb's Den in Apple Creek. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. There's no assembly line food at Deb's Den. Everything is handcrafted and fresh, from the sandwiches to the soups and sides and the dinner specials every day. Stop in for breakfast Tuesday through Saturday from 7 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday 11 to 9, and Sunday 12 to 3. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Well, the Bears huddled up after this inning. I'm not sure what they're discussing, but they huddled up, and now they break that huddle and go back to the dugout. They lead at 3 nothing. Here's your three-inning line score for the Bears. Three runs on one hit. They've left three men on and committed no errors. For Manchester, they've got no runs on three hits. They've committed five gigantic errors this afternoon, and they have left two men on base in the first three innings. Jordan Seidel will... See the bottom third of the batting order for the Bears. Colton Purdy will lead it off. Then comes Jared Varner and Jared Wansing. The seven, eight, and nine hitters for the Bears here this afternoon. Purdy reached on an error, stole second, and came around on another error to score a run in that second inning of play when the Bears scored two. And Seidel's first pitch swung on and flied out to right field, coming in as Mars. He doesn't have to worry about McFadden this time because it's in straightaway right. Mars grabs it just behind second base for the first out of the inning. One pitch, one away. Number 11, Jarrett Varner. And it brings up Varner, who fouled out to the catcher his first time up. Now the first baseman, Jake Stahl, has to adjust his shoestrings down the first base side. Varner, as we said, popped out to the catcher in foul territory. 
in the second inning as Edwards made a nice play over near the on-deck circle of the Bears. One down, and the pitch to the freshman is a curveball over the inside corner. Drops in for a strike. 0-1 the count. Varner sitting for the left fielder today, Manny Camacho. And the 0-1, that's a fastball that he swings and misses at. And the count now goes to 0-2 to Jared Varner with Wanzik on deck. Cloud starting to roll in again. And the 0-2 pitch, that's low and outside. Seidel tried to get him to go for a pitch outside the strike zone, but Varner held off of it. He's a good-looking freshman hitter. 1-2 pitch, that pitch is swung on and fouled down the right field side and out of play over the first base dugout. And the count stays, one ball, two strikes. We're in the fourth. It is 3-0. Waynedale leads it in this district championship game. And the 1-2 pitch to the plate. Curve ball hangs upstairs. Barner taking all the way. And the count evens now. Two balls, two strikes. No wind whatsoever here today. And that 2-2 pitch is swung on and lined foul down the right side. And the count stays at 2-2 two and two as Brandon Giles, the Bears' first base coach and trainer, gives chase to that one. 2-2 two and two the count. Duvarner stands deep in the right-hand batter's box. And the pitch to the plate swung on. Fly ball. Center field coming over is McFadden. He was playing over in right center. Now comes over to left center and backhands it for the second out of the inning. Varner flies to center, two away. And Jarrett Wanzik is up. Wanzik sacrificed his first time up. Nice bunt up the first base side that Seidel had to come over, pick up and throw to first base, and they just got him by about a half a step. And the two-out pitch is a curveball that breaks over at the belt for a called strike. 0-1 the count. Seidel now backs off the rubber. Now into the wind, and the 0-1 swung on, grounded to short. Coming in is Nist, grabs it on the short hop, throws over in time to get Jarrett Wanzik, and the Bears go 1-2-3 here in the fourth inning of play, and as we head to the bottom of the fourth, it is still Waynedale 3 and Manchester nothing. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with Virtual Wallet. Simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and save for the future. Learn more at pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Amish craftsmanship revered worldwide. Dutch quality stone products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. In the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch Quality Stone provides a stunning collection of fine veneer stone readily available for dependable, easy-to-install options for homes and commercial properties. In our corner of the world, people believe in doing things right. Hard work, honesty, and genuine care. Dutch Quality Stone, located on Dover Road in Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. 3 nothing Waynedale as we head to the bottom of the fourth inning. First inning that the Bears have gone down... One, two, three was the top of the fourth. Evan Reidenbaugh going in against the three, four, five hitters for Manchester in this inning. Mason Nist 
Dalton Eric and Kyle White. Nist had a double to right center field that Jarrett Wanzik made an excellent play on, keeping it from going all the way to the fence. Grabbed it on the backhand off a couple of bounces and threw it to second, but Nist was already sliding in with the double. Nist, left-handed hitter. And he'll lead it off here in the bottom of the fourth inning. One for one here this afternoon. And Reitenbaugh's pitch leads him off with a breaking pitch, low and outside for a ball. Reitenbaugh has been staying with mainly the fastball in the first three innings. That's a fastball over the outside corner for a called strike. One and one the count. Reitenbaugh, the 1-1 pitch. That pitch is fouled straight back against the backstop. And the count moves now to 1-2. and two. Reitenbaugh so far in this game has had nice control of his fastball. And the 1-2 pitch to the plate. That's a curveball that hangs outside, way outside. He's yet to really start controlling the curveball, but he is, seems to have good command on the fastball here today. Shakes off the sign, and he comes back with the fastball, swung on and fouled out of play over the third base side. Count stays two balls, two strikes. Two and two the count, and the pitch to the plate. Swung on, fly ball, center field. Weaver started back, now comes in over to left center field, and he's got it. For the first out of the inning. Third baseman, number eight. So Nist flies out to center. Boy, you can look at Weaver's got those sunglasses on. and I don't see how he, for some reason, they look like they were shiny, but there's no sun in sight. One out, and it brings up Dalton Eric, who is 0 for 1 in the afternoon. And he takes the first pitch down low for a ball. I backhand either. One and another count. And the 1-0 pitch to the plate. Swung on and topped up the third base side. Schlebaugh comes in, grabs it near the line. Can't get the ball out of his glove. And Eric will be safe. So Eric with the infield single. He's one for two in the afternoon. Reaches and it brings up Kyle White. Who fouled out over to the right side. Shane Weaver was underneath it to grab it, but Evan Reidmach came over and took it away from him. So one down. Eric at first base. He's holding, and the pitch is a called strike at the knees to Kyle White. 0-1. Eric getting the lead off at first base. Short lead. Now takes another step. Still a short lead, and the pitch to the plate swung on and grounded right back through the box. Strasbaugh picks it up, hit the bag, and he made a nice play to bring his glove up, grab it, and step on the bag and get the force at second. That thing might have even hit the rubber it was, as it was heading towards second base, and then when it hit the bag, it bounced up. Strasbaugh pulled the glove up, grabbed it, and got Eric at second. So White. Reaches on the fielder's choice. Two away, though. White on it first, and it brings up the pitcher, Jordan Seidel, who singled the center his last time up. And he swings and misses at that fastball for a strike. 0-1. 
Boy, a nice play by Strasbaugh at short because that thing hit the bag and popped right up. Owen won the count to Seidel. White getting the lead. Swung on. Fly ball. Center field. High fly ball. Weaver just moves to his left a few steps and grabs it for the third out of the inning here in the fourth. No runs again for Manchester. They pick up one base hit. Leave a man on. No Waynedale errors. We go to the fifth. It's still 3-0, Waynedale. For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been serving the community from snacks, beverages, anything you may need. Just like the Waynedale Golden Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Stop by after the game. Where can you get food smoking with Southern Pride, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg? Build your own burgers. Try our brisket and pulled pork. And every Thursday night is half-price wing night. Everything cooked to your satisfaction, so you'll come back time and time again. The Fire and Ice Pub, open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and Sunday, 11 to 8, located just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. 3-0 as we head to the fifth inning of play here at Norwayne High School. Now I'm hurt. Doug Hansey brought up burgers and everything, and I didn't get one. <laughs> I don't need one. Too much, too much right here. 3 nothing, Waynedale. Coming to the plate, Nick Strasbaugh. He'll lead it off here in the fifth inning. Then comes Ryan Weaver and Evan Reidenbaugh, the top of the order for the Bears, and that pitch is a curveball that hangs inside. 1-0 the count. Nick has reached on an error and grounded third. That pitch down low to Strasbaugh. And the count now goes to 2-0. Clouds rolling in. We expected rain all afternoon, but we really haven't got much of it. And the 2-0 pitch to Strasbaugh, and he lined it into right center for a base hit. Coming over is McFadden to get it in, and Nick is on at first base, and that's the first clean hit that Strasbaugh has had in about a week and a half. Strasbaugh with a base hit to center. Center fielder number 25, Ryan And it brings Weaver. up Ryan Weaver, the center fielder. He's been hit by a pitch, 15th time this year, and reached on a single. And the throw over to first base, Strasbaugh back in time. Of course, he's been playing with that hamstring injury for the last couple of weeks. But he did have a stolen base his last time on when he reached on the air. So he must be feeling pretty good today, getting a good lead off first base. And there he goes, and that pitch is taken for a strike. Edwards throw down to second, and Nick goes in standing. Second stolen base of the afternoon for Strasbaugh, third for the Bears in the game. Owen won the count to Ryan Weaver as he took that pitch at the knees for a strike. Weaver stands deep in the batter's box close to the plate. Strasbaugh getting a good lead at second. Weaver squares to bunt, bunts it up the right side. It'll be picked up by Seidel. He'll throw to first in time, but moving to third base is Strasbaugh. So the second sacrifice of the afternoon performed perfectly by the Bears. One away 
And it brings up Evan Reidenbaugh to the plate. Number eight, Evan, Evan has reached on an error in the first inning, popped a second in the second inning. So he is 0 for 2 in the ballgame. But he's got a runner in scoring position with one down and Nick Strasbaugh at third. Seidel comes set. And the pitch curveball over at the belt for a called strike. Shane Weaver's on deck for the Golden Bears. 0-1 the count. Now Seidel wants to take time, and he wants to bring Edwards out to the mound and talk things over. And now I think he wants... not sure what what is happening here, but now the home plate umpire is coming out to the mound. And now he, the Seidel is saying there's something wrong with the rubber, that either it came up, popped up out of the... That's what it is. There's a stake near the rubber that evidently he may have gotten his spike caught in. And now the managers are going to come out to the mound and they're going to bring out the ground screw and try to fix this. As it looks like the rubber has been displaced a little bit. And that will bring the ground screw out to try to take care of this. Recapping what's happened here today, though. While we've got time, Bears scored a run in the first inning. It was innocent enough. Strasbaugh led off the ball game, just grounding to third. Then Ryan Weaver got a base hit. Evan Reidenbaugh reached on an error that moved Ryan Weaver over to third base. Shane Weaver got a fly to right field that scored the run. And Aaron Spidell ended the inning, just bouncing back to the mound. And the Bears led it one to nothing. In the second inning, Marcus Schleybaugh led off, reaching on an error. Colton Purdy then reached on an error, moving Schleybaugh to third. Purdy then stole second. Jarrett Varner fouled out. Jarrett Wanzik sacrificed the runners over to second. And then Nick Strasbaugh drove in a run on an error. Ryan Weaver got hit by a pitch, and it was 3 to nothing. And we've got it fixed, and we're ready to get back to action. And the pitch to Reidenbaugh swung on and tapped foul over to the third base side. And the count now goes to 0-2. Reidenbaugh down in the count. Strasbaugh at third. Getting the lead off in foul territory. Coming in. Infield playing in. Now for Manchester with the count 0-2 against Reidenbaugh. Seidel comes set. And the pitch. Swung on. Fly ball out to left field. Going over is the left fielder White. That's deep enough to bring home Strasbaugh. He's got it. And Strasbaugh comes home to score. And it is now 4-0. Waynedale leads it on the sacrifice fly to left field by Evan Reidenbaugh. First baseman number 42, Shane Weaver. Weaver comes up with nobody on for Evan. That's his 18th RBI of the year. And the Bears lead it 4 to nothing now. Bases are empty, and Weaver comes up. 0 for 2 in the ballgame. He flied to right and grounded to third. Seidel started working out of the stretch and then backed off and now we'll work out of the wind since the bases are empty now he works out of the wind and the pitch is a strike right down Main Street 0-1 the count Aaron Spidell is on deck and the 0-1 pitch to the plate curve ball breaks just over but a little high and the count is 1-1 One and one the count, and the pitch to the plate swung on and grounded to third. Eric's got it on the infield grass, throws across, and got Weaver in plenty of time 
for the third out of the inning. But the Bears pick up an insurance run, one run, again, on the benefit of only just one base hit. They're second in the ballgame. They leave nobody on. And as we head to the bottom of the fifth, it's now Waynedale 4 and Manchester nothing. Harvest Market offers you everything you need from a community grocery store, providing fresh local meats, ready-to-go meals, and a full-service deli. Harvest Market is your one-stop butcher shop and can cut to order. The barbecue chicken is fresh off the grill, and the smoked ribs are second to none. For your next get-together, leave the cooking to Harvest Market. Harvest Market's convenient hours are Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sunday, 10 to 6. Harvest Market, located in the core of Apple Creek. Come taste the difference. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidel Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Four to nothing, Waynedale leads it now as we head to the bottom of the fifth inning. Boy, there's excitement in the press box in between innings. <laughs> oh, 4 nothing here. Waynedale on top of it. Crowd really enjoying this one. A great crowd here this afternoon. But the clouds now are starting to roll in, and there's no sun in sight. Hopefully we can get this thing in before I think the rain is going to come in. For Manchester, it will be Dean Edwards, Jake Stahl, and Cody Lappin. The hitters, the bottom three in the batting order. Winner of this game, and right now Waynedale leads it four to nothing. Goes to the regional semifinals next week, next Thursday, at Maslin, to play the winner of the LeBray district. That's Burton Berkshire and Gates Mills Hawkins. And riding ball with a nice fastball over the outside corner for a called strike. Evan has had good command of his fastball today. Curveball not so much. And the 0-1, that's down low in the dirt. Spidell with a nice backhanded stop behind the plate. One and one now. Of course, if the Bears continue on, we'll be there next week at Maslin. And the 1-1 pitch down low again. Two and one. We talked yesterday in that last inning against Chippewa that Rydenbaugh appeared to be rushing. Today, he doesn't appear to be rushing as much to the plate. That pitch is swung on and grounded to third. Picked up by Schleybaugh on the grass. Throw across in time. Edwards grounds the third. One away, and it brings up Jake first Stahl, the first baseman. He struck Stahl. out looking his first time up. Only strike out of the ball game by Rydenbaugh today. One away here in the fifth. Rydenbaugh. The one-out pitch to Stahl is down low and gets by Spidell and all the way to the backstop. And you can hear the crowd, Mike, jiggling after the ball probably came pretty close to hitting it. Want to know the count. Everybody worries about that crowd, Mike, that they're near it. That pitch is a check swing on a high end tight fastball. Check with the base umpire. He says no. Stahl did not go, so the count 2-0. and Rydenbaugh 
the 2-0 pitch to the plate. That's a fastball. That's upstairs again, 3-0. So he's feeding Stahl a steady diet of high fastballs, but Stahl so far has laid off, and he's way ahead in the count, 3-0. And Reidenbaugh's pitch to Stahl. That's a fastball. The tail's inside for a called strike. 3-1. Cody Lappin, the DH, is on deck. Reidenbaugh, the 3-1 pitch to the plate. Fastball. Called strike. And the count now, 3-1. 3-2, excuse me. Full count. Now Stahl backs out as he's going to adjust his batting gloves. Reidenbaugh up on top of the hill. 3-2 the count. One down. Shakes off a sign. Bet he's coming with the fastball. And there it is. Swung on and missed. Strike three. Reidenbaugh knows he's got control of that fastball today, and I think he wants to stick with it. He may have learned something against Rittman. Two strikeouts today, both against Stahl. And Cody Lappin is now the batter. He singled his first time up to right center. Right-handed hitter deep in the batter's box, and the two-out pitch is upstairs for a ball. One ball, no strikes. 4 nothing Waynedale lead here in the bottom of the fifth. And the 1-0 pitch is down low. Count now 2-0. Two balls, no strikes with two down here in the bottom of the fifth. Reidenbaugh rocks into the motion. The 2-0, that's a nice pitch over the outside corner for a called strike one. On deck, Andrew McFadden, the top of the order. Two and one the count. To Lappin. And the pitch swung on, grounded to third. Schlebaugh picks it up, throws over to Shane Weaver. And he got Lappin in plenty of time. Three up, three down for Evan Reidenbaugh. Here in the fifth inning, the Bears lead it by a score of four to nothing. Steps down on Main Street in Apple Creek is your spot for fresh, homemade food daily. Custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. And try Deb's Den's relaxing, comfortable atmosphere. It's hometown dining at its best. Deb's Den offers quick, easy service. Breakfast hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 7 to 11 a.m., and Sundays, 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner is served Tuesday through Thursday until 8, Friday and Saturday until 9, and Sunday, noon to 3. Closed on Monday, Deb's Den, next to the Bear on Main Street in Apple Creek. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com 4 to nothing. Waynedale leads it as we head to the 6th inning of play Aaron Spidell will lead it off then comes Marcus Schlebaugh and Colton Purdy while we've got a second here I want to send out good wishes to Harold Oswalt who's in the hospital at Cleveland Clinic had heart surgery yesterday and that pitch gets by the catcher Edwards down low for a ball Hope he gets well soon and gets right back out here. Probably won't see him at the ball field, but 
see him next year at the football field. 1-0 the count to Spidell. And the pitch, that's down low again at Edwards. Did a nice job of blocking that one. 2-0. Edwards, not your prototypical catcher. He's rather slight behind the plate. And the 2-0, that pitch is down low. 3-0. So Spidell, ahead in the count, 3-0. Seidel has thrown three pitches low, and that pitch brings it up high. Ball four. First walk given up on the afternoon by Seidel. And that will bring manager Bob Graham to the mound. 4-0 Waynedale lead here this afternoon, and Graham wants to go out and talk with his junior righty, Seidel, and let's see what he decides to do. Bears already up 4-0. The winner of this game goes to the regional semis next Thursday. That game will be at 5 o'clock against Burton Berkshire or Gates Mills Hawken, depending upon who wins this afternoon. That game's going on in Labrae right now. So Seidel, after the meeting with Graham, will stay in the ball game. Spidel is at first base. Aaron leads the team in stolen bases this year. He's got 17. Nobody down here in the sixth. Seidel comes set. Aaron holds, and that pitch is in tight to Schlebaugh, 1-0. Colton Purdy is on deck. Seidel, as we've said, more deliberate working out of the stretch than he is out of the wine. There goes Spidell. Pitch up and in for a ball. Throw it down to second base. Spidell slides in, and he is out at second. Justin McDowell is going to come out and argue. Aaron Spidell came up holding his hands up, but it looked from up here like he was out. Nice throw from Edwards down to second base. So Spidell caught stealing. 2-0 the count to Schleyball. One away now. And the bases are empty, and that pitch is a called strike right down the middle. And the count is 2-1. and one. Colton Purdy is on deck. Seidel working back out of the wind, and the 2-1 pitch. That's a curveball that Schleyball hangs in and fouls it off, off over the right-hand side. Two balls, one strike the count, one down. Here in the sixth, to Marcus Schleybaugh. And the 2-1 count is tapped foul off the plate, back to the backstop. And the count goes to 2-2. Two and two. Marcus reached on air and struck out his last time up. It's the only strikeout that Seidel has registered here today. And the 2-2 pitch to the plate, swung on and missed strike three, and there's the second one, this time swinging. Both at the hands of Schleybaugh. Two away now. Base is still empty. And it brings up Colton Purdy. Number two, second baseman Colton Purdy. Purdy 0 for 2 in the ballgame. Reached on an error and scored and flied to right. But there are two down in the sixth. And Seidel's pitch is a nice breaking pitch over the inside part of the plate for a called strike. Jared Varner's on deck. And that pitch is swung on and fouled down the right side. Giving Chase his the first baseman stall, but it's out of play. 0-2 now the count to Colton Purdy. Seidel 
into the wind, and the two-strike pitch curveball grounded wide of third and into left field for a base hit. Purdy with a nice hit to left field, found the hole, and it brings up Jared Varner. Varner has popped out to the catcher in foul territory and flied to center. So he is 0 for 2. Varner. Colton Purdy on at first base. He had a stolen base his last time on when he reached on the air. Just his second of the year. Gets a short lead off first. Seidel comes set. And the pitch to Varner is a curveball upstairs for a ball. Indians and Reds getting their game underway at progressive field. And the 0-1 swung on a top foul and out of play. Straight back by Varner. And the count is 1-1. One and one. One ball, one strike. Two down here in the sixth. Runner at first base is Purdy. Bears lead at 4 nothing, And the throw to first base, Purdy just basically fell down on top of the bag. He was so close to it. One and one the count. Seidel comes set, pitched to the plate. High and in tight on Varner, had to back away from it, and the count goes two and one. Jarrett Wanzik is on deck. Varner stands deep in the batter's box from the right side. Purdy getting the lead off at first. He's holding. That pitch swung on and popped out to right field. Going back now to the second baseman coming in is Johnston. And Johnston grabs it for the third out of the inning. So Varner has gone down three times. All pop-ups for the Bears. No runs. One hit in the inning. They leave a man on. We go to the bottom of the sixth. It's still Waynedale four. Manchester nothing. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that. Nice, right? Saute on medium high. Brown, ooh, browning. Nicely. Now the broth. It's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. The Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities it serves and the local businesses that operate in those communities. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Well, Evan Reidenbaugh out completing his warm-ups here in the sixth inning. Bears six outs away from a regional championship tournament berth. And a district title, their first since 1999. It would be their seventh in the school's history. They actually won the district title, their first one, all the way back in 1968, then 1969, 1971, 1977. Then they had a 14-year drought to 1991, and then they won it again in 1999. Top of the order coming up for Manchester. Andrew McFadden, he's 0 for 2, flied to center both times. 4-0 Waynedale lead, and Rydenbaugh with another fastball over the outside corner for a called strike. 
I will say this. He is definitely moving into his motion a lot slower here today. Yesterday he was completely rushed to the plate. That pitch was a curveball right back to the mound. Reidenbaugh grabs it with the left hand and lobs it over to first base in time for the out. McFadden grounds right back to the mound. One away. And it brings up Caleb Johnston. Johnston is 0 for 2. Grounded to third, flied to center. This game moving along very quickly. Now Aaron Spidell takes off the mask, turns around and has a word with the home plate umpire. Gets it back on, and that pitch is in tight. 1-0 the count. Rydenball working slower out of his wine today than he did yesterday, and he's got more control over it. That's a nice fastball over at the knees for a strike. One and one the count. One down here in the sixth. Rydenball twirling the shutout, and the one-one. Swung on and grounded into left field through the hole in the base hit. So Johnston. Gets a base hit, fifth Short of the afternoon. Number five, Mason Nist. One away, and it brings up Mason Nist. He's had the best hit ball for Manchester of the day. He had that double in the first inning to right center. And now he comes up with a runner in, at first base and one down. Nist with the double, and he flied to center. So he's one for two. Nice lead off at first base by Johnson. He's holding, and that pitch is just off the outside corner for a ball. 1-0 the count. Eric is on deck. One ball, no strikes. Reidenbaugh working out of the set position. And the pitch is a called strike over the outside corner. One and Won the count now. I would be willing to say that percentage-wise, Rydenbaugh has thrown 80% fastballs, 20% breaking stuff. One and one the count. Johnston takes a go. Ball topped over the mound. Picked up by the second baseman, Purdy. He's only got one play, and that's the first base, and they just got the speedy runner, Mason Nist. That was a high chopper to second. The Purdy came in, had no play at second base, and he flipped it over to first base just in time to get Nist there. So now Caleb Johnson goes to second and Justin McDowell is going to walk to the mound and have a chat with Evan Reidenbaugh as to whether or not they may want to put Dalton and Eric on at first base and pitch to White. Nothing, nothing. Should say four to nothing the score here. Waynedale on top of Manchester with two outs in the sixth inning. And the clouds, boy, when the clouds start covering up the sun, it does get a little chilly, but there is no wind today to speak of as the center field flag has been limp all afternoon. And now the umpire, the home plate umpire, makes his way out to the mound and breaks up the conference. Has a word with Justin McDowell, and they both have a laugh about it. want to congratulate Kirby Kaiser also from Waynedale, of course. He's one of the Northeast Ohio umpires. And he's going to be umpiring the Division I state championship game down at Columbus at Huntington Bank Field behind home plate. That's quite an honor for Kirby. 
Congratulations to him. That pitch is a strike over the outside corner to Eric. 0-1 the count. Runner at second is Caleb Johnston. Took second on that infield ground out. Getting a good lead off second. And the 0-1 pitch. Eric swung on and grounded back through the mound. Picked up by Purdy. He'll throw it over to first base in time to get the runner. So Eric grounds out to second. That'll do it for Manchester here in the sixth. No runs on a base hit. No Waynedale errors. One man left on. We've played six complete. Your score is Waynedale four, Manchester nothing. Great food and a relaxing atmosphere. A good time had by all. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg. Spend time with friends after the game. Enjoy the food where you can build your own burger, showing off your creativity. Or try the pulled pork or the brisket. And every Thursday night, the Fire and Ice Pub is the place to be for half-price wing night. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 11, closed on Mondays. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 92. Well, the Bears are three outs away, but they've got to get through their batting order right now. Your six-inning line score this afternoon for the Bears, four runs on just two hits. They have left four men on base and committed no errors this afternoon. For Manchester, they've got no runs on five hits today. They have left four men on base, but they have committed five errors in the ball game. It's 4 nothing Waynedale as we head to the seventh inning of play. And for Waynedale, it will be Jarrett Wanzik, then the top of the order, Nick Strasbaugh, and Ryan Weaver. Wanzik is sacrificed the the and the grounded Bears, to short. Fielder number 23, Jarrett Wanzik. Seventh inning, Bears lead it 4 to nothing, And the first pitch to Wanzik from Jordan Seidel is in tight for a ball. 1-0 the count. And that pitch swung on him. Fouled straight back. So the Bears go down. 1-2-3 here in the seventh inning of play. And as we go to the bottom of the seventh from Norway, the Bears are three outs away from a district championship. Your score, it's Waynedale 4 and Manchester nothing. Need a satisfying snack on the go? In your car and don't want to stop long? For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been servicing the public and been a supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like the Bears, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has a history of tradition and hard work. Just stay in your vehicle and cruise in. At the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, every beverage and snack need is met with prompt, courteous service. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com Well, here we go. The Bears are three outs away from a berth in the regional semifinals next Thursday for the first time since 1999. They've been to the regional six times. 1968, 69, 71, 77, 
1999. This would be their seventh trip if Evan Reidenbaugh can complete the deal and get three outs here in the bottom of the seventh. He's twirling a shutout for nothing. It'll be Kyle White, Jordan Seidel, and Dean Edwards, the scheduled hitters for Manchester. White, 0 for 2 in the game, and he lines a shot out to shortstop. Strasbaugh dives for it, throws it over to first. In time, it was dug out of the dirt by Weaver. Strasbaugh made a dive for the line drive, couldn't come up with it, popped up to his feet, threw it to first base in time to Shane Weaver to get the out and a nice play on Pitcher both ends. And there's one away, the Bears are two outs away from the district title. Jordan Seidel is singled and flied to center. 4 nothing Waynedale, one down. That pitch is a fastball upstairs for a ball. Now Evan looked rushed on that pitch. Now he's got to slow himself down. And the 1-0 pitch to the plate. That pitch is over the outside corner for a called strike. Inside corner, excuse me. And it's 1-1. One and one. Some of these borderline pitches, you have to wait for the home plate umpire to signal. That pitch is swung on and fouled straight back and out of play over the top of the press box. And the count now is 1-2. and two. Dean Edwards is on deck. One ball, two strikes the count. Rydenbaugh out of the wind. And the pitch. Swung on and missed strike three. Third strike out of the day. And the Bears are one out away from the title. Dean Edwards comes to the plate. He's bounced into a double play and grounded out the third. He's 0 for 2. Reidenbaugh into the wind and the two-out pitch to the plate. Fastball over at the belt for a called strike. 0-1 the count. Number 13, catcher Dean Edwards. If the Bears complete this, we'll carry the championship ceremony for you coming up at the end of the game. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate. Called strike on the outside corner. 0-2 and the Bears are a strike away from it. No balls, two strikes to count to Edwards. Jake Stahl on deck if Edwards can keep it alive. And the 0-2 pitch from Reidenbaugh. Swung on and missed strike three, and the Bears have won the dip. Tired of the same old national pizza chains? Try Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg, sponsor of tonight's Star of the Game. Locally owned and operated since 1996, Lem's Pizza offers the best in pizza, subs, wings, and now 24 flavors of ice cream. From the beginning, Lem's Pizza has strived to provide a high-quality product combined with great, friendly, hometown customer service. Delivering value every time with a hometown personal touch. Lem's Pizza is a proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like us on Facebook. Order now by calling 695-7111. Well, the hard luck loser here this afternoon, Jordan Seidel. He only gave up two hits on the afternoon. Four runs, but all of them were unearned here today. One walk. And he struck out three in the ball game, hit one batter. Your final line score here this afternoon for Waynedale: four runs on two hits, no errors. They left four men on. For Manchester, no runs on five hits, five errors, and they left four men on base. Waynedale, your 2016 district championship winner, and they move into the regionals next week against the winner of the. Curtis Perry. Burton Berkshire, 
and Gates Mills Hawken winner in the LeBray District. And that will be over at Maslin. That game will be held next Thursday. And it will be the second game, the 5 o'clock game at Maslin, Washington High School. The Bears win it. They've now won 17 in a row. Their record goes to 22-4 on the year. Manchester will bow out with a record of 19-6, and six, winners of the Pac-7 and district runner-ups here this afternoon. So the number one seed goes down to the number three seed here this afternoon. No doubt who's going to win our Lem's Pizza star of the game. Might as well tell you who it will be right now. That'll be Evan Reidenbaugh. Evan Reidenbaugh wins it here this afternoon. He wins the certificate for a large pizza to Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. We'll be back with more and the championship ceremonies right after this. At Lem's Pizza in Fredericksburg, you get a pizza you won't get anywhere else. There's a reason we've been in business since 1996. We use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. We not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out. Lem's Pizza, open for lunch every day at 10.30 and Sundays at 2. And we're open until 9 on Sunday through Thursday, until 10, Friday and Saturday. It's not just pizza, it's Lem's Pizza, on the square of Fredericksburg. Like us on Facebook, 695-7111. Well, we would love to interview some of the players for you here this afternoon, but logistically here at Norway, it's virtually impossible to do, so we apologize for that. But we're going to be bringing you here the district championship presentation to the Waynedale Golden Bears. They win it for the first time since 1999. This will be their seventh trip to the regionals in the school's history. Their first one, as we've been telling you all afternoon, came back in the year 1968. Now let's move it over to Dave Dreher for the presentation of the championship medals and trophies to the Waynedale Golden Bears. will be presenting the individual awards. Nick Strasfall. Ryan Weaver. Evan Reidenball. Shane Weaver. Aaron Spidell. Marcus Schleyball. Colton Purdy. Manny Camacho. Jarrett Varnier. I'm sorry, Jarrett Varner, I'm sorry. Jarrett Wansick. Parker Snyder. Garrett Higgins. This play was a starter yesterday. Steven Spidell. Clay Miller. Trace Gray. Jeremy Kine. Chris Catrill, 
Grant Kristen. Daniel Walbrook. Travis Wingard. Um, I'm sorry, right here, I only have two coaches here, so I'm just going to say Brandon Giles. And head coach Justin McDowell. You know, again, without uh, without being uh, saying things, you know, uh, very proud of the Wayndale Golden Bears for the way you play. You're the district representatives going to the regional for us. With the captains for the Golden Bears, please come down to receive your district champion trophy. So now the seniors will come up and pick up the district championship trophy, the Bears first since 1999. Evan Reidenbaugh, the winner this afternoon. He ups his season mark on the year to four and two. But a big victory, the biggest of his year this season. Winning here today, giving up five hits, no runs, no earned runs, no walks. He struck out four, and he had complete command of his fastball here this afternoon. We'll be back to wrap things up from Norway here today, right after this final timeout. You've been listening to... At Lem's Pizza in Fredericksburg, you get a pizza you won't get anywhere else. There's a reason we've been in business since 1996. We use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. We not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out. Lem's Pizza, open for lunch every day at 10.30 and Sundays at 2. And we're open until 9 on Sunday through Thursday, until 10, Friday and Saturday. It's not just pizza, it's Lem's Pizza, on the square of Fredericksburg. Like us on Facebook, 695-7111. So your final...